Today's episode is brought to you by the Skin Consult and their new TSC Concierge Membership Plan. You guys, this is personalized skincare solutions with expert advice for real results. No more guesswork, no more drawer full of products that don't even work. You know what I mean. I'm so excited to tell you more about the TSC Concierge Membership Plan. This subscription-based service offers you five premier clinical-grade products curated for your skin type sent straight to your front door once every quarter. You also get access to four one-on-one consultations with one of the licensed skincare experts. These are awesome because this is a 30-minute consultation to get really personalized with what you need for your skin type specifically. You also get a 20% discount on all products in the shop. And I mean, guys, this is these are great premium brands. We're talking Elta MD. We're talking is clinical. So many amazing products and brands. And on top of all that, you get 24-7 access to their concierge esthetician. I know we've all been there where we're stressing over a zit or a rash or something that comes up last minute and you don't have time to actually go in person to ask your questions. Just shoot a message over to the concierge esthetician and she'll get right back with you. This is amazing. And all of this is only $19 a month billed quarterly. So you can head to the link in the show notes to sign up today or go to shop.theskinconsult.com. That's shop.theskinconsult.com or head over to Instagram and go to the link in bio at the skin consult. Cheers to glowing skin. This is Wellbeing Well Said, the podcast with me. Sarah Maloof. Join me as I chat with fitness gurus, business owners, wellness experts, and other inspiring individuals as together we dive into what it means to live well. Hi, friends. I'm really excited for today's episode because not only am I just super into skincare in general, but This company and this individual, my guest today, are both very near and dear to my heart as I'm talking with Dr. Sajani Barot, the CEO and founder of The Skin Consult, where I am the sales and marketing director. So clear skin is something we all want, of course, but it's just, it's a wild, wild west out there. I mean, there's so much going on. We are constantly inundated with information on Instagram and commercials and sponsored ads and whatever. And not only is it super confusing at times, but it can also be very expensive, especially when we try products that we think are going to save us money and then they don't work. And then we just replace them with the more expensive ones eventually. I mean, it's just a cycle. So today we have, again, like I said, Dr. Sajani Barot, who will tell you about not only herself and her background, but also her baby, the company that is the Skin Consult. So to tell you a little bit about her briefly before we dive right in, Sajani is a mom, a wife, a doctor, a pharmacy, and a skincare enthusiast. She has personally been the culprit of buying lots of products and wasting that time, wasting that money like we just talked about, just for no results. I mean, we've all been there. Her journey with skincare obsession started in 2012 when she moved from Chicago to the central Mississippi area. And as you guys can imagine, the drastic climate change made her skin go whack. (laughs) A visit to a dermatologist, several visits to various med spas and lots of skincare products later, her skin was even more of a wreck than before. 
that's when she decided to take matters into her own hands. You see, she didn't find the right skincare expert who she could rely on to understand cosmeceutical products, women of color skin, or even the depth of knowledge pertaining to skincare ingredients. So after years of trial and error, understanding the skincare industry now, she knows better. There is just not one product or one ingredient that can turn your skin around or take it to the next level. What she knows years later is that an evidence-based skincare regimen is what she always needed. So this episode is so great. Like I said, not only do we talk about the skin consult, but we really talk about how she grew up, her family, her upbringing, and how her background played a role in creating the woman that she is today and the leader that she is today, the mom she is today, the businesswoman she is today. So without further ado, everyone listen up to Dr. Sajni Barot. That's when I thought that, all right, this could be the solution where I help women find their routines like as a consultation business, but how can I make that a scalable model? So come 2020, literally I'm still kind of thinking about it. And then I saw COVID shut down yeah. and really pivoted the idea to convert into a marketplace. All right. Hello. I'm here with Dr. Sajani Barot, who I work closely with every single day. She's the owner and founder of The Skin Consult, the company I recently started working with. And um, she's also here, a local. She's in Ridgeland, Mississippi, near where I live in Madison. And I'm so excited to talk to you. I know you obviously decently well, but I'm excited to introduce you to my audience. So thank you for being here today. Of course, Sarah. Thank you for having me. I look forward to having this conversation. It'll be fun. Good. Okay. Well, before we get into present day and talk more about your business and where you are right now, I wanted to go back and I would love it if you kind of briefed us on growing up. What was your family like? Where did you live? Kind of your background and culture and how you think that the way you grew up impacts the person you are today as a woman, mom, and business owner. Yeah, absolutely. So I've had quite an upbringing and had the privilege to experience different cultures in different countries. So I was born in India. So in the western part of the country in the state called Gujarat. And so I grew up there with my uh, family, my extended family, a very uh, close knit family with cousins and all of that, and really had a lot of opportunity to focus on development, but really learned the culture of in India, there's just so many different cultures too. So it really gave me opportunity to understand different languages and different types of cultures of different families. We moved to the States when I was 15. So I was a sophomore in high school and I, my family and I, we moved to the suburbs of Chicago and started my sophomore year in high school. And that whole transition was I think so such a key part of my upbringing in terms of how it shaped me because a 15 year old that is going through a lot in life at that stage like when you shift countries you're kind of starting all over again that was an experience that at the time I hated it um and I really despised my parents at that time for making me like come here and that experience really is what made me really resilient to know that you can overcome challenges. Our lifestyle in India was a lot different than our lifestyle when we first moved to the States. Being able to establish a foundation here, even for my own parents, was something that we were kind of like starting from scratch all over again. 
So it was definitely kind of challenging, but it made me so much more independent to want to take things into my own hands, to want to excel in what I wanted to pursue for myself, to grow and really create my own American dream. People can do that here. And this is the only country where you can do that, that you can move here from another country and literally in two years, you can have your own dream here. So I really took on that opportunity to really focus on educating myself to the best that I could. I wanted to make sure I had a solid foundation and be able to have a career once I was done with my professional training. And then after that, the opportunities were endless. That's amazing. Yeah. And so what field of work were your parents in when you moved? So when my parents moved, they both got into the workforce. Growing up in India, my mom never worked. She was a full-time stay-at-home mom. And my dad, you know, he, he had his own companies, engineer by trade. So he had his own like chemical engineering company and then also in electrical engineering company where they made electric panels and sold them to other businesses. So he had a very different entrepreneur upbringing there and kind of almost privileged to have a lot of things where, you know, you have your own driver, you have someone to come clean your dishes every day and things like that. And you come here and you kind of starting from scratch, like where you're going to a nine to five job. And so my dad ended up working as an engineer here as well. He got a job with a company based in Chicago. And then my mom started working at Walgreens as a photo technician. So yeah, so she stayed with them for a really long time until she moved to work for the Chicago court system. But it was something that I personally hadn't seen my parents go through that, you know, growing up myself. And so it was quite a change for me as well and somewhat difficult to accept that our life was kind of different and we were now in a different society and you kind of had to really rebuild yourself. And we did, but it takes time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on your path, what were some tangible things that you did or habits you implemented or, you know, what did you do from there as far as you were 15? And then you decided that you could make this life for yourself. You could create that American dream. And I know you went on to greater education. So tell us about your journey through school and, you know, college and what you wanted to do or where you saw your life going career-wise. Yeah, I mean, I was at that time really trying so hard to really get socially accepted into like the group of girls that I felt like were so cool. At that stage, everyone has like a clique, you know, everyone Mm -hmm. and high schoolers, they're not very empathetic like at all like they don't no. really care like if you have an accent like they'll make fun of you or like they think you're not cool because you're not wearing the same like trendy clothes that they are so like I was on one end really trying to kind of like fit in and then on the other end I was wanting to just excel in my academics because that was my power that was my strength that I had coming here the Indian education system until you're in college is actually a lot more advanced than the states here so when I came here as a sophomore, my math, my science education was like beyond what they were teaching as a sophomore. Mm -hmm. And I really just focused on that. I just excelled in that. And my teachers saw that and really helped me pursue more advanced classes. But then being a teenager, I still wanted to do something to take control of my life. Like I wanted to be buying those fancy shoes or fancy clothes. And with my parents also trying to make a living to help support us, like we weren't in that situation where I could do that all the time. So I felt, well, you know what? I want to get a job. I want to earn. And my parents have always kind of raised me to really value money, but also value work ethic. Like, you know, being able to really work for it and 
earn that. And just even if you have the privilege, you still have to earn the value of it and understand that. And, and that's something I teach my kids now. So I went and got a job. My first job was actually at Sabaro, the pizza place at the mm-hmm. mall. And did that. I worked at like one of those jewelry carts in the mall, did a bunch of like those type of jobs, odd jobs. And then I ended up working or getting a job when I was 16, finally at uh, Walgreens as a pharmacy technician. So you had to be 16 to do that. And then I just ended up working there for a really long time. And really, I, after school, worked at Walgreens to earn some money. But I also learned a lot about just the American society, the culture how customers are, what customer services, the legalities of how you do prescriptions and like how things work in the healthcare system here. A lot of that opened up my eyes to it. And that's when I really fell in kind of pseudo love with the career of pharmacy. And so that's what brought me to then pursue a professional degree in that. I think working and really hustling hard at that age really taught me so many things that are just intangible. And to this day, I think that really has what's shaped me into who I am today and is actually helping me kind of get through some of the things I go through as an entrepreneur every single day. Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. So then you did go into school and you did become a pharmacist. So you are a doctor. And then where was your first job? And also, I know you're now married with three children. So at what point did you meet your husband and move to Mississippi? Yes. So I became a pharmacist and my I also got my MBA and I really loved the interaction of pharmacy with business development. And I saw that pharmaceutical industry, so where you're creating products, I mean, drugs and marketing them was really something that I thought was fun and exciting. And so I ended up working, going into the pharma route. As a pharmacist, you can do different things. You can work in a hospital, you can work in a traditional pharmacy like Walgreens or a community pharmacy. You can go work for drug companies and so forth. So I chose the route to go work for pharma companies. And I ended up working for a smaller company based in Chicago suburbs, Deerfield. And I just started there and my commute every day was like one hour each way. I mean, I didn't see sunlight in the winters. Like I was on the road at at 5.36 and driving home at like 4.35 and it's dark and come home, you work out, you eat, and then you're passed out. Like that was my life, you know, when I first just graduated. And I mean, but it was great. It was a young company, not a very early stage startup, but definitely a young company. So I was able to do a lot. I learned a lot and it really helped me get ahead in terms of understanding different functions of the company and in in pharma specifically. And more importantly, It really gave me the skill set to manage time, to do multitasking and how to really prioritize what needs to be done when you're in a time crunch and with limited resources. So that's what I really valued from that job. But then I quickly learned that that was a position that I was sitting in an office all day. I mean, great, great. I was talking to people. I was talking on the phone with docs and like even patients sometimes, but miss the face-to-face interaction. And I saw the opportunity in medical to be able to gain a field-based position. And that really would be where I'm going out to different healthcare 
institutions and talking to the doctors and educating them, talking to them about our clinical studies, helping them do our studies and things like that. So it was such a cool position that I really aspire to do that. And it helped me gain more confidence in talking to people, in talking to different personalities, in being like able to pivot, you know, talking just based on your face reaction and things like that. It was, and at the same time I was young. So, I mean, I was traveling, I was traveling a lot and it was fun, right? I mean, being like a 26 year, 24, 25 year old and being able to travel, it was fun. Mm -hmm. So I did that for quite a bit. And then I met my husband. He was from here, but he has family in Chicago and we knew his family there. So because of that mutual connection through his cousins, you know, it just got introduced and then the rest is history. Mm -hmm. And so when y'all got married is when you moved to the South, right? Right. Yes. I got married and I came down here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now bringing it back to where we are today, you're with the skin consult. You're the owner of the skin consult. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about what that is, but also the why behind it, because I know your move to the South had a lot to do with your personal journey and your skincare routine, which then kind of led into the opportunity that you saw in the market to build the skin consult. Um, at that stage, you know, I was like about 20, 26. I was definitely not taking care of myself. Like now I know I should have. And the changes in life coming down here from like a really dry, humid weather in Chicago to down here when it's more humid and it's just a different climate. Like I think had a toll on, took a toll on my skin where it's kind of breaking out and not just that, but I really started to notice my skin just looking so dull. Like I just like, didn't like the way it looked. And, and I was, I'm like 26. I'm like, I look so old. Like I just did not look like glowing and radiant and like things like that. And I actually saw that women here in the South really take care of themselves. Like they actually spend the time to do that. And it's actually a very stark difference from the North. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and you kind of talked about this, like even, even back home, my friends, like literally, like they're not, they're not doing the things that women here do. Um, it's just a different um, type of society here. But I guess that also helped me kind of look at myself as like, well, I guess I could use some work and my skin started breaking out. So I started getting more and more into products and wanting to try different things. And I live very close to Sephora. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I was there all the time trying to buy different things and seeing what would work for my skin to like make it glow, to stop the breakouts. And then being of um, Indian skin, like and anyone that is a woman of color, one of the things that we struggle with is hyperpigmentation, which is like you have a breakout or you have a zit or you even have like a bug bite, you're going to like have a scar and it's like pigmented and, you know, it takes time to go away. And I was constantly in this cycle of like stopping the acne, treating the hyperpigmentation, stopping the acne, treating the hyperpigmentation. Mm -hmm. It was just like crazy. And I was just overdoing it. And I went here locally to dermatologists. I went locally to med spas. And I mean, one place like Medspa, even they messed up my skin even more. And I don't think they had the experience of like dealing with my skin and really understanding how we hyperpigment. So I think all that led me to kind of take matter into my own hands and really start researching about products and ingredients and clinical studies, like what are the products or what are the ingredients that really are truly studied to actually be effective for certain things that we're trying to treat like 
it could be acne or your wrinkles or boosting collagen. Um, and there's a handful of like probably 30 active ingredients out there that have studies done to prove that. And everything else is kind of just like, hey, seems cool and exciting. So I'm going to add it to the product, but it's not going to actually make you see those visible results. I started to get really passionate about that. I started talking about that on Instagram as well through my social media page. And people started to resonate with that, asking me questions about ingredients. And I guess being a pharmacist, it kind of gave me the credibility because mm -hmm. we are the, you know, experts at that. We're the experts at at drugs uh, and skincare products are, while they're not categorized as drugs, it's still a drug. So um, I think that's what made me realize that I'm not the only one with this problem. And then there's a lot of other people out there struggling with this too. Absolutely. And like you said, it's the perfect storm, so to say, of it, you do have the credibility, you have the head knowledge when it comes to science and ingredients and reading the labels, but also your a woman in your thirties and you have your own skincare concerns and needs. And you're also just like living in society where you see all the information that's flooded, flooding us every single day on Instagram and TikTok and blogs and all of that. And while some of it is really good and informative, a lot of it's junk. A lot of it is just clickbait or people's opinions and not scientific fact. So then you decided, when did it go from an interest in a hobby and telling people about what you're doing and how you're learning things on Instagram over to, okay, I'm actually taking the leap and I'm going to be a business owner. Yes. And so for the longest time I was, I think in my career, I kind of was getting to a point where I was like, do something more. Like I want to really make a big impact and felt limited in that with I mean, being in the pharma industry, we do have a really key role. Like we're impacting thousands of patients every day by educating the physicians and things like that, that ultimately to use those meds on them. But at the same time, I felt like it's something that wasn't mine, right? It wasn't something I was creating. So with this problem that I saw, I was like, there has to be a solution for it. And what, one of the most obvious solution, which someone asked me, he's like, well, are you going to create a new product? Like, why, why not create a line? At that time, and this was 2019, I said, well, you know what? That's not the problem. Like, there's plenty of good products out there. Maybe one day I will create my own line or a new product, but that's not solving the problem. Like, I'm, the problem is people don't know what is good and bad. Like, like, there's tons of stuff out there. It's a wild, wild west and skincare world. And we, I, I want to help them like decipher that and really personalize their skincare routine. And you can do that with existing options that are out there. There's definitely really great products out there on the market too. But then there's also some really ineffective products on the market that the same brand could be selling those two products. So I felt that, you know, I had to really find a way to solve this problem, but I still didn't know quite how to do that. And then I started getting asked about like routines, like, hey, what products would you recommend? Like, you know, I have these concerns and just from some friends. And I started to be like, well, how about I put together a personalized routine for you? You take a quiz for me and I'll do it for free. And I started doing that for some people and they really loved it. I mean, it took me hours to do that, to research to put together like this one page of like the products with links to it. Like I would then send them my affiliate links to 
Sephora or Amazon or Derm store or something because I wasn't selling the products. But, and then I would have like specific things like each product has this ingredient and this is what it's good for. And this is why it's been, and this is how you use it. And they loved it. They're like, wow, this is so cool. And they actually bought those products and started to see the results. And that's when I thought that, all right, this could be the solution where I help women find their routines, like as a consultation business, but how can I make that a scalable model? So come 2020, literally um, still kind of thinking about it. Um, I kind of started to work on a website actually to start doing consultations on my own. And then I saw COVID shut down <laughs> yeah. and really pivoted the idea to convert into a marketplace where it's like, well, why not allow other licensed skincare professionals to come on? We create this platform, we give them some of the resources, we vet them, we train them. And my algorithm that I really have created based on these ingredients, your skin type, your skin concerns, it's mapped out across 50 data points. I was like, I want to put that into a system that automatically gives you the recommendation. So I did that where we put that into our platform, into the software. So when the providers do the consultation, the recommendations are popping up for them. And because of COVID, you know, it was something that it was just, it just happened the spur of the moment, to be honest, because I saw the opportunity that estheticians at the time, especially was, and it, I was just focused on them at first, but they were shut down. Everyone was sitting at home. And even if they weren't shut down, their hours were caught. They didn't feel comfortable going into work. And even this day, I meet estheticians that are like, you know, I just really want to get out of the treatment room. Like, you know, I want to get into spending time educating what I know through mediums like this. So hopefully, you know, um, this is something that more and more people will see the value in. Absolutely. And what's really incredible, I think that COVID, obviously so much negative came out of it, but if you choose to see the positive, it really separated the talkers from the doers, so to say. You seize the opportunity. You you saw COVID and the shutdown as something to act upon, as opposed to a lot of people, it was very easy to become fearful and stagnant and freeze up and use it as an excuse to not do, not act and not fix problems. But you did the absolute opposite. And instead now you're growing a thriving business because of it. And you started barely before COVID and then really launched and peaked in the midst and the height of it all. So that's really impressive just in and of itself. And I know from working with you that you've done several, not, not just you, but all the providers on your platform have done several virtual consultations, but now you also have this e-commerce marketplace and a subscription model that you're launching into. So why don't you tell us more about the direction of the skin consult and where you see it going throughout 2022? Yes, I think 2022 is going to be a very important year for us. It's really going to be, it's going to be a testing year, but it's going to be a year that if things go well, we could be doing really well. So I, it's it's a it's a time when you know we're launching our subscription, which to me is something that allows men and women to really get personalized concierge access to skincare professionals, to products, and really be able to feel confident that they're being taken care of. I think one of the things in the healthcare system no matter where you go, it's just not concierge, it's not personalized. You can spend a lot of money actually going to see someone in person, but like literally you're just a number to them sometimes and you're spending 10 minutes with them. There's no follow-up 
necessarily to that extent with them and you're kind of done like here's your prescription and you go home like what about everything else that's going on especially the the customer that's struggling with skincare challenges it really help um affects their confidence it affects how they feel about themselves and it affects how happy they feel and there is that mental connection that is so deeply tied when it comes to skin right and um appearance in ge- in general so i think um this model will help women and men feel empowered and that's always been the mission of the company is to help you feel empowered through education and through this personal connection like we are creating this platform where you can easily find your true skincare expert and your skincare routine and now we're giving it to you on a platter you know you're it's coming to your doorstep you don't even have to go shop at three different places to go find the different products and don't have to play the guessing game cuz through the subscription you're able to talk to the esthetician anytime you want and then who doesn't love discounts right i mean skincare is not cheap so through the subscription you are eligible or you get a 20% discount on really elite premium skincare products that just is very unheard of and so my goal for this company is to continue to grow this ecosystem of really science backed skincare solutions and that includes obviously skincare products and eventually in person services as well but then also continue to grow with our providers that have really a lot of passion in education and um being able to find those on our platform so you know that when you're coming you're spending your money you're they're actually it's actually well worth it and that that person is really deeply engaged with you and they're actually here because they're passionate about talking about skincare and products and even giving you other personalized tips um which you're probably not going to get that when you just go walk into the door and book an appointment with the doctor that may or may not feel so strongly about anything like cosmetic or non-medical so that's what i really see ourselves doing is growing into the space creating the subscription on the consumer side and then eventually also on the provider side that allows them to use our software um our new version of software that will will come out by mid 2022 to um really market themselves and use it for their operational um day to day as well to get bookings to list themselves to to connect with their customers to even sell their products and so this marketplace will continue to grow and i'm just really excited to see where this goes amazing i am too i'm so happy to be a part of it and people say that beauty is not skin deep and that's true but your skin still should and could be beautiful because you have the right is possible and um our skin like you said i mean it's the largest organ on the body and it so affects our confidence levels right and so i think that what you said about empowering men and women is really strong and really impactful because our self confidence is not fully dependent on our appearance i definitely don't want to say that i think a lot of it is choosing how we feel and how we show up but at the same time you can't be blind to it the way you look and the way you present yourself greatly not only impacts how you feel about yourself but how others perceive you right and so i love that we're not really reinventing the wheel so to say we're just giving you know a new perception to the wheel maybe it's like there's so much skincare out there and there's so many good products as you mentioned and licensed professionals who are very knowledgeable very passionate but just being able to get to those people to get to those products to know what's going to work for you in a very customized manner 
that's really unique and that's really special and that's where it's going to grow and thrive. I just know it. So I'm really excited for what's to come in 2022. Um, I'll be sure to link our website and our subscription plan, everything like that. But as we wind down, I do always ask my guests the same question to wrap up the conversation. And I know that you as a mom and a business owner, you just have a lot on your plate, a lot of things going. You've probably learned a lot about yourself, I have to imagine, as you've been through this process and also just how you show up for the world. But to kind of bring it back to an all-encompassing question, in your own words, what does it mean to live well? Well, you know, I think and that can change, right? It changes from time to time. It changes the moment you're in, what life cycle you're in. And for me currently, living well is all about being patient and being in the moment. You know, I tend to think like way far ahead and my brain is going like 10,000 miles an hour, like literally like 10 different things, 10 different lists. And I'm consciously making an effort to really be in the moment to know that things do take time and be, be patient with like my own kids, being patient with my husband, being patient even with work. And because that's really going to be the slow and steady wins the race, right? Like if you, if like being rushed and I've always been a very like, kind of like go, 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 go kind of woman. Um, in fact, when I moved down here, like literally this is a sidestep, but I felt that I was like, oh my God, everything here is so slow. Like, <laughs> like I, I would go into a coffee shop to get coffee and they're like talking and I'm like, give me my coffee. I need to go. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I think that's one good thing about being here in the South. It's really helped me embrace the moment that you can slow down. I mean, yes, if you're in New York City, you got to get into the moment, but you know, here it's okay to to slow down and not just, I mean, here, but in general, we got to live in the moment. We got to enjoy what we have right now and not keep thinking about what you don't have or what you're working towards. So that's one thing I think that really is what helps me live well right now. I love that. It's such a good reminder. It is so easy, not only working with startup culture, but just in general with families and you know, responsibilities. It is easy. So, so easy to just go, go, go. What's the next thing? And while it's good to be a planner, you know, we're not really guaranteed tomorrow. So to live in the moment is a beautiful reminder. I think something we can all embrace a little bit more in our day-to-day lives and tasks. So thank you again so much for joining me today. I would love it if you plugged not only yourself, but the skin consult, where can people find you, connect with you, sign up for membership, all the things. Yes, absolutely. So um, you can connect with me through my Instagram or the Skin Consult website. So theskinconsult.com. The subscription is under the shop page. So we're actually, as you know, Sarah, we're kind of getting that up and going, but yes, it's in the footer. It's in the shop page. And I know you'll link that, but um, that's where the subscription is. But if you were to do one-time consultations, the information is right there on the main page and you can go through the whole booking process. And I am on Instagram. My handle is Dr. Sajani Barot. So you can connect me on there as well. Thank you so much. Everybody go sign up, go follow. We've got big things planned for you in 2022 with the Skin Consult. And again, Sajani, I'm so grateful for you and I'm happy to have had this conversation. I know that others will find it inspirational as well. Thank you for having me.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Wellbeing Well Said, the podcast. If you liked what you heard and you would like to support me, it would mean so much if you would subscribe to the show, rate and review, and spread the word. Tell your friends, tag me on Instagram, all of the things that really does help me grow and helps me create more content that I can put out for you all.